You're listening to audio from Cornerstone Church. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Let's jump in. Well, I'm just up here waiting on, yeah, trying to figure out what I want. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited to try this new coffin. Oh, hey, my goodness. how are you? Hey, Paige. I'm so glad you can meet with me today. Yes, of course. Well, you know, I had a few questions about some things. So thank you for coming to this coffee shop with me. Absolutely. Have you been here before? I have not. I have not been here before. I'm excited to try it, though. Oh, me too. This is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. I love, I love coffee, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So how's your week been? It's been good. How's yours been? Mine's been okay, you know. Youth lock in. Oh, yeah, I heard. Ridiculous. I heard about that. Exhausting. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, what you want to talk about today? So, I had a few questions about Pastor Jody's sermon recently. You know, yes. the heart of a child. Absolutely. Um, it's just, it's a little bit confusing to me some in a, in a way because, I don't know, it just doesn't really make sense to me. Absolutely. Well, let's first figure out what his foundational scripture was Please, before we get into yes, it. Please, yes, yes, I would love that. His foundational scripture was found in Matthew chapter 18. It starts with 1 through 4. It goes like this. About this time, the disciples came to Jesus and they asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child unto him and he put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you'll never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So tell me, what, what about that verse kind of? I, I, that makes sense, but I guess I'm kind of confused. Like, why, why the heart of a child? Uh-huh. Like, why not the heart of a teenager? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like, I, teenagers you know yeah you know I'm a teenager <laughs> yeah I just feel like you know we have our whole lives ahead of us you know we're yeah. we're super you know looking forward to the next thing we got so much energy we just really really you know are trying to get out there and start oh oh, oh god oh oh I'm so oh, sorry what, what, what in the world I'm sorry. okay oh don't look at me oh my Goodness. You, are you okay, are you sir, up? young man? Uh, yes, I'm fine. I'm, Do you need some help? I've got it. Oh, okay. What? Are you sure you're okay? Yes, I'm fine. Somebody can... Does anybody else work here and help this man out? Oh, he's using I'm his so, body. I'm sorry. Okay. Just, just hang on just one minute. I, I, um, no. I hope that wasn't our order that we haven't ordered yet. I, no, I, no, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Um, he probably only makes I, part-time pay, poor thing. Oh, no, sorry. You know. Minimum wage at his finest. Yes. It's, it's okay, young man. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I'll be right back out. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, good. oh, oh, he did it again. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, Teenagers, you were saying? Okay. Yes. Um, I... I yeah, maybe maybe they are a little clumsy, a, a little selfish, yeah, well, a little ditzy. Yeah, teenagers. But, I mean, it's not even about them being clumsy and, and selfish. But it really goes to what teenagers are like. If you imagine a middle school student right now, mm-hmm. how selfish are middle school students? Ooh. How many parents in the audience would agree that middle schoolers are like the worst age ever? Amen? <laughs> right? The world revolves around middle schoolers. Oh, yeah. No, it's I not about any. Like oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not, I could just imagine a middle school. If, God, if Jesus chose a middle schooler, he would be jo- chosen, choosing teenagers who uh, take pictures the whole time of themselves. Good point. Good point. So I'm not... Not teenagers' heart, right? Yeah. It's not really what he's looking at. I guess I was just thinking, you know, because Mary was so young when, you know, the angel told her she was going to have a baby. Yes. And then just like, you know, David and Goliath. But yes. I guess that was different times than now. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teenagers, they're, 
a little bit. They're not right there yet, some right? So he did, yeah, yeah, they need to work on some things. No, okay. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So not a teenager heart. Yes, ma'am. But I guess adults, why are we overlooking them? That's a great question. You know, I, I think of my mom and, you know, she's so sweet and all she wants is for, like, our family to be happy, to have some yeah, peace. And yeah, absolutely. They, you know, parents, they just want to keep the peace between their spouses, their kids. They work so hard to provide every single day. I mean, there's just so many good things about um, adults. Me. I don't want to. Excuse me. Hello? Um, Hello? Yes, yes. Um, I need to get an order. I'm here. My name's Karen. It's for Christmas. I got a little cookie swap going on. And I got to be there early. Are you? Where's my order? Um, I think it's right in back, ma'am. Uh, I'll get that what for happened? you. What, why are you wet? I don't want wet on my order. Uh, uh, Listen, uh, let me tell you something. There's these people, they, they make it homemade with love, all these cookies. And I mm-hmm. just need mine quick and fast so I can go. And then I pretend I have love for the cookies, okay? Yeah. So I need you to hurry up. Yes, ma'am. I'll, I'll get that for you right why away. Don't you your face. Back. Put your uh, hair back. Yeah, Come on. Come on. Get it back. I can't see you. I'm talking to you. And you, look at me. Two eyes. Right here. Right here. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes, ma'am. I will do that as soon. I will do that as soon as I give uh, these people uh, listen, some drinks. That focus right here, Karen. My name is Karen. My order's Karen. Do they know in the back? I'm here for my order. These people can wait. It is more important. I'm more important. This, this is more important. I yes, gotta ma'am. get to the Jesus. cookie swap. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I will go and get your order. All right. Okay, I will go, go get your order as soon as no, I no, give no, no, no. these listen, people. Listen, all right. I need listen. to. Get... Oh, I don't Jesus. have time for this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. Christmas, you've ruined Christmas. Way to go, man. Way to go. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, oh, there he goes again. Oh, oh God. I'm afraid we may never get our drink. I, you know, honestly, at this point, I'm okay with that. Okay. You know, it's probably been all over the floor and everywhere else. So I'm okay. So clearly we can see not adults, right? Yeah. But and we're not going to blame the Karens of the world. No, 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 no. no. And not everyone's like that. Not everyone's like that. But we're, you know, if you look at what adults have been able to accomplish all these years, um, wars, you know, we can blame adults for that. Um, mm-hmm. They lost their childlike innocence. You really, a lot, of, a lot of adults are struggling to really surrender everything to God because they know and they have experienced so much for good or bad. So God wouldn't choose somebody who's, he wouldn't tell us to, that will be the model. Somebody who already know it all and not willing to give it all up because they, they're at risk of losing everything. No, I, I guess that makes sense. I think I, I was just, I'm looking at the charis, you know, the characteristics of things. I'm not really thinking of like. Yeah, there's so much more. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what I'm missing because uh-huh. I, I, I honestly forgot about the war and all that stuff. You know, what a great point because I truly, yeah. you know. You know Red, um, blue, it's so much war. No. There's so much going on. Yes, yes, but. Um, Go dogs, so much going on. Okay. Go Vols. It's something, you know. No, I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, but also, children. Children. You, you work, you know, with the children. You're in I the have. children's, you know, the I youth. Have. You know, you deal with all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, I have two and of them. children are annoying. They can. They No, they are. They, yes, you, but that's not, oh, my God. Oh, my God, there goes another fall. Oh, Jesus. Hello. Okay, first of all, you forgot my hot chocolate that you promised me. Second of all, that's child abuse. Third of all, you're going to go to jail for that. You know what I mean? You're going to go to jail. Okay, but can I, I'm in the middle of something. Can I help no, you? That's child abuse, right? There. Okay. That's okay. child abuse. Okay, what? I say that's child abuse. It's child abuse. Where is your mother? She knows I'm up here on stage. Can we, can, can we handle this later? Get it for me or else. Can we, can we handle that a little bit later, buddy? Uh-uh, no. He said okay. no. Excuse me for one second. 
He just said he'll kill him if you don't leave the stage. I did not. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go ahead. Thank you. You did a great job. Thank you, buddy. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's about to fall again. Oh, Jesus. What a lovely son. Oh, yeah. He's, such he's, a, he's so sweet. A bundle of joy. Just like his father. We oh, love my him. gosh. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> kids, right? What can you do? Yeah, I mean, but not all kids are like that. No, just Stevie. Yeah, just Stevie. Absolutely. Just Stevie. But that's not really what God was looking at. When he was looking at a child, he wasn't looking at how annoying they can be. He wasn't looking at to that age where they are so entitled and they want so much. It's more than that. Let's look at his verse one more time. Please, yeah, because I'm still, I'm still kind of struggling with the concept I'm of it. I'm going to help you with that. Please, yeah, yes, yeah. thank you. Let's go back to that verse. And Matthew, again, Matthew 18, starts like this. About this time, the disciples came to Jesus. And notice what they asked him. They asked him, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Which is an amazing question, really, because the disciples are like, all right, I'm a part of this kingdom. He's about to take over. I want to know who's going to be like second in command. You, me, buddy, let's get on the top. And then Jesus does something interesting. Instead of answering that question, he pulls a child in the middle of, the, of them. And he, said, and he points to this child. And he, says, he says this in verse 3. Then he says, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you'll never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Here's what he was doing. Back in those days, children were insignificant. They were the least important people in all of society. Oh, okay. And he pointed at these children to say, hey, here's what I need you to do as disciples. Number one, I need you to stop thinking about yourself. Because mm. you want to be great. You want to be almighty. But what if I made you just to be a trash can? Oh, what if I made you just to be a children's worker? What if I made you just to take out, um, to help people at McDonald's? Okay. If I created you, so whatever I choose to create you for is my purpose. So the first thing we need to do is we need to surrender of our own significance and feel like it's us, but it's uh, about God. Okay, no, that makes sense. But then it goes even more. It goes even deeper. Understand that children has a dependency on their parents. Mm. They are not at that point where they can take control. I'll back it up. Have you ever tried to teach a child, a, a adult how to read? No. It can be very difficult. I'm sure. Because they already know it all. They already understand. They experience so much. But if you try to teach a, a child how to read, it's so much easier. Mm. The Bible says if you train a child up in the way he's supposed to go when he's old, he will not depart. He says that for a reason. Mm. Because when children, what children have the ability to do, they have the ability to say, I don't know anything. You teach me everything. They have the ability to say, it's not about me. I have to rely on you. They have the ability to say, you know what? I realize I'm not as important as I think. You're the most important person in my world. So when Jesus pulled that child to him, he was telling the disciples, hey, this is what I need from you. Strip yourself of your importance. Strip yourself of how you feel like you are number one in the world and everything revolves around you and completely rely on God. So it's not really anything to do with the ages or experience. It's really about the heart. It's totally about the heart. Okay. And you know what helps me to try to really get this home is I like to picture things. Please, yes. Yeah. One, I need a reminder. Yeah, one thing I like to picture is I often like to picture the nativity scene. Oh, I love the nativity. Yeah, so let's imagine if the nativity scene was here right now, what okay. will happen? Okay. Let me imagine. So you see, the nativity is very helpful to remember that Jesus not only was at the heart of the nativity, mm -hmm. but it's helpful because the nativity actually is a symbol of what Jesus did for us. He was an example that he humbled himself and came in the form of a child, surrendering all his authority, all his power over to his father. And he asked us to do the same thing. Uh, that's so 
precious. It makes me emotional because I could, that's so hard to do, but obviously I need to work on my heart as, yes. as a child. Yes. I um, agree. Yeah. Definitely. Your heart is kind of wicked. Oh, okay. She needs to work on it. Oh, thank, thank yes, you no so problem. much. No, but thank you for meeting. With, everything is so much clearer now. I really understand. I, I feel like I'm seeing everything in a new light. Yes. When I see like nativities the rest of this week, it's, I'm probably just going to stand there and ball. So that's really good. Thank no, you. No problem. Yes. Well, before you leave, let's yes. close in prayer. Please. Yes. Yes. If everyone that's imaginary here in the audience, would you pray with us? Father, we just thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this opportunity that we get to learn more about the heart of the child and how we can look at the nativity scene and realize it was a great example of what it is for us to die of ourselves, to humbly come and surrender all of our authority, all our powers, even of our own ways to say it's all about you. I ask you that as we leave today, Holy Spirit, you have spoken to us and that you will leave us and impart something important to us that we can use in our life. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you for meeting with me. Thank you. Absolutely. You like my shoes? I, I love your I shoes. Love your whole that. outfit. That's important to me. Let's turn it over to our, our wise sage, Pastor Jody. Can we give it up for Paige who put this whole thing together? Yeah, give it up to Paige. That's awesome. That's so cool. So cool. So cool. Yeah, so there's water. No slip and fall. We don't need that. Don't, don't need any of that. Be careful. Paige, watch yourself. Thank you. These guys. Hey, uh, special thanks. Like, this give a big round of applause to, first of all, Paige Parker, the youth ministry, Pastor Stephen, all the folks that helped do it. There they go right there. Many of them right there. Come on, give them some love, would you, right now? They put in a lot of time for that. Love on them. Come on, you can do better than that. You cheer more for your losing team this weekend than that. There you go. Come on. I think Tyler even grew the stash out to look like Joseph a little more. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, hey, thanks for coming out. Obviously, we're not going to preach because you just heard a message. Um, the reality is, with all your children here, too, we didn't want to keep you long and those kind of things. But we did want to do something that really, uh, hopefully, the Lord ministered to you. You heard a lot today. And so, Haley and I just want to close up with a couple things for the end of the year. First of all, I want to say, um, again, uh, these guys came together. This was their idea. Like, this wasn't something that Pastor Jody said, hey, I want this. They came and said, we want to do this for our church. That was led, initiated by <clears throat> the next generation of the church. So get, come on, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. To me, initiation, that's awesome. And if you ever doubt what you see on TV, just, man, come to church more. And just look at what's taking place in your kids' classrooms. Look at these guys right here. You don't look at what you hear on TV and all that. Look at the heart of what God's doing in his kingdom more than what you see on TV out there. There's a lot more that Jesus is doing in his kingdom than what you realize sometimes. So anyway, just remind you that. Hey, I just want to close out today with a, with a couple of thoughts. Just a couple of thoughts I have here. And uh, I have them in green to remind me, right? So we're going to talk about generosity for the end of the year briefly. And then Haley's going to share something she wants to share as well. Um, but I want to share with you just a couple of thoughts. First of all, uh, for what you've done this year, thank you. I, I mean, some from Haley and I uh, personally, our elders, the church, thank you for what you do annually and this year, especially, you know, when I talked about, hey, we were down by about 20% in the summer, it was pretty, like when that, I know everybody freaked out, I know, I get it, when you see stocks do this, it freaks everybody out for the most part, they share scary news, and ooh. but listen, this is nothing like before, I, I took this church in 2008, let me just tell you, believe me, this is nothing like that. And so I want to thank you guys for your faithfulness through that season and then this season. 
uh, especially for the last couple of months of picking back up and helping us. So we want to end December really strong. And it's not just so staff can get paid and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, look at what Pastor Stephen does with this team of young adults. Aren't you grateful you have a local missionary, if you will, in your local ministry and your community for your family ministries? Aren't you grateful for what he does, right? I mean, give him a hand. Give him some love, would you? So that's one part of what we do. And, and I think you guys know that and understand that, buildings and all that kind of stuff. That's one part of what we do. But I want to share with you what you did this year, a couple of thoughts. So the DeHarts, the ministry center, I got some photos for you guys. You ready? I want you to take a look. This is Jim and Bonnie DeHart first. Take a look at this picture. And so these guys, we've been, we have been partners with them. Haley and I, we're going to probably, I don't know if she's going, but I'm, we're trying to work it out with him and when to get over there this summer. Still working on some logistics. I know many of you want to go to Israel and Scotland. We're working on it. We're trying to get it done. Hopefully by the end of the year, I'll have it ready and present it to you next year and you guys can sign up and go. But these guys, we've been partnering for them since we, since we, I started in missions in the church in 06. We've been pouring into this ministry since 2006. They are reaching indigenous people. A language that's not just Spanish, it is a dialect of Spanish. You, you can't teach it in school. It's very, uh, very indigenous, it's in, deep in the jungles. But these guys sold out everything, moved over there, gave up everything, said they will die in Guatemala. They will live their lives there and end their lives in Guatemala for the kingdom of God. So when I share that with you, I want you to see now the ministry center is almost finished. Look at some of the photos. Take a look at this uh, photo here. This is one of the restrooms. And when I say this, you guys helped complete this. In the middle of a crazy summer, you guys gave over $15,000 to help them finish this ministry center. This year, when everybody's freaking out, ooh, it's scary times. Look what you did. Isn't that beautiful? That is so beautiful. And they did such a great job. And this is deep in, man. So when the people see this, they go, what is this place? They say, it's a center for Jesus. They come in and bring local missions work. They go out and do work. They send people in and out, in and out. And it houses people to come in and go out, come in and go out. And listen, guys, we've been partnering for the years. But this year, they have been working on this for, I think, three years. You knocked it out this year. You helped them do the punch list and finish the job. So, man, thank you so much. I wanted you to see your generosity at work, man. And I really, really do appreciate that. Many of you today, I know you saw in the, under the Christmas tree out there, thank you. I know it was last minute helping out these officers that just took these kids in. Um, I just found out about it. And if you saw it, you got on email. If you're not on our email blast, you probably didn't see it. If you're on Facebook, you didn't see it. But I did that because I didn't want it publicly all over Facebook, the letter. But, guys, I think we've met the need completely. I had a family call me and say, if you need something else, let me know. Do they have other kids? And I said, no, they don't have any other kids. This is They're taking these kids, and they're all under the age of two and a half, three, at one time in less than a couple of weeks. It's just, you know, if you've had kids, you know what that's like, right? You think a box of diapers is enough. It's not enough. You need like four and five boxes of diapers. So thank you for what you did. You just blessed a family. I told Chief that, look, we got this. And you guys came through and did it again. And so I really appreciate that. This week, you're going to be feeding all the first responders again in the city. Fire department, police departments, all three, police, sheriff, and city. You're going to be, uh, all the fire departments, everybody in Roman Floyd County, you're going to feed them a Christmas dinner this week. We're going to start cooking out this week and get it ready for them. We'll deliver it. That's something you're doing right there. And believe me, when we show up, they go, what? what? Who and why? And we get to talk to them. We pray with them. We share 
if they want to hear the gospel, we'll share that, but we just pray with them, and then we let them go. We've been doing this for years, but you've been a part of that. You've been doing that. And then the last thing I want to share with you is this, why generosity matters is, so you've seen it out front for a bit. We found this leak. Now it may be something to do with the city. we got to call and check and have them back out. It's a weird little thing out there, but when we're off next Sunday, in other words, it's everything next Sunday is live online, but it's we're not in the church next week. You understand that, right? So everything's on streaming online next Sunday. So that gives us a good week or two of break where nobody's on campus. We're going to try to fix that out front. And also, we have a baptism tank that someone bought for the church. They gave money to it. It's been sitting on the dock over in, in Wedowie. I'm going to pick that thing up before the end of the year, and we're going to try to get that knocked out while y'all are out of the campus and get that done so we can start baptizing in this building again with our own tank versus next door and everywhere else, right? So that's going to be awesome. So <clears throat> this family gave towards this a while back. We just have not been able to get it done. Supply chains, then it was something else. Something else. Anyway, our goal is to get that. We're getting it here. We'll see how we get it all knocked out. But So in that two-week window, um, that's what we're going to be doing. And I just want to say thank you for your generosity. As you give this year, you'll give another opportunity before the end of the year. But, man, thank you guys for doing what you do. Thank you for helping us end the year strong. And I just really appreciate your generosity. You guys are a huge, huge blessing. So I just want to share that with you as to why and what we're doing and, and give you those kind of updates there. So I'm going to let Haley share something. She has something probably more spiritual as far as like in Bible verses and stuff. But she, <laughs> just well, I think that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> she's going to share something very spiritual. I ask her to. I feel like the Lord, I just ask her, hey, will you share? And uh, she's like, "You, uh, yeah. I was like, I, I really think, you know. So anyway. Yeah. I, I really so did he, feel that way. I, I, you know, I always joke he gives me like one day notice, so that's okay. Half a, right. half so, a day. Half a day notice this time, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, half a day notice. That's okay um, because is it not working? Is this better? Can you hear me? Okay, sorry about that. I'm not very loud anyway. So um, I I was just thinking honestly about this verse all week. Well, two different sections of the chapter 14 of Proverbs. And we talked about this at the cookie swap um, Wednesday, and it just is on my heart. And so when he asked me that, I just, you know, sometimes what you just feel like you need to share is what's boiling over in you. And so this is what um, the Lord has been sort of speaking to my heart this week. Because we, as a family, we don't hit it every day, but we try to read the day of the, like the day of the month. So like on the 14th, we would read Proverbs 14. And this has just stuck with me since we read it this week. But the first verse, and this is to us women, um, because I have fallen in this trap so many times at Christmas um, where I have this picture in my head of what it's supposed to look like. And so it's like, I don't care who gets hurt. It's going to happen. Like, you know, and, and, and then Christmas is over and I'm like, Lord, I'm so sorry. It, it didn't turn out like. I thought by making people do what I want, you know. And so um, in verse 1 of chapter 14, it says, A wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. And sometimes I have fallen into that trap by trying to make everything perfect or trying to make sure the table looks exactly like I want it when my kids want to draw something beautiful and put it on there, you know? And so um, that's what makes life beautiful, actually. It's not my perfect little thing I bought at Hobby Lobby. It's what my kids draw and what my kids write. And um, so that's just something that I've been learning. But the, the main verse that I wanted to share with you guys is verse 30. 
And it just really, uh, when Jody was sharing with me last night about the DeHarts and the things, the family, this just really came back to my heart. And it says, verse 30, a tranquil heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Verse 31, the one who oppresses the poor shows contempt for his maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors him. And so I love the start of that. It talks about a tranquil heart. And at Christmas time, it's almost a fight to keep a tranquil heart because there's so many things we think we have to do. But the truth is, if we love one another and we're there for one another, that's where that tranquil heart comes from. And so you guys can go today knowing that you have helped the needy. You can go through Christmas having a tranquil heart because you have done your part. And just remember that it's really about loving one another. That's why he came. It wasn't flamboyant or, I mean, he came as a baby, crying, just like all of us. And it was messy. And Christmas can be messy. And guess what? It can still be beautiful. And so just have a tranquil heart this season. That's what my goal is. I'm going to really try my best. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. It's not about having everything perfect or buying every gift. It's really not about all that at all. It's about loving one another, an encouraging word, a hug, whatever it is that that you know that that person needs at the moment. So, hey, it's all good. Hey, thank you, babe. That was that's that's very good. Yeah, thank you so much. So, before we go today, um, we just want to pray over you guys. So, two things. Just want to share. Uh, first of all, if you're here. And this year has been a year where you have contemplated your walk with Christ. Um, I really think you heard a message clearly. And I'm not going to preach it. I just want to give you the opportunity. Uh, Christmas gives you this chance to make adjustments that you may not otherwise think about throughout the year. And especially like what Haley just said and what you heard here. Man, I think everybody has a lot a lot of pent up still frustrations anxieties fears just you feel like this pressure cooker is all around you and what do you do and what Haley just said there to try to hold the peace to try to be have a, a, a tranquil heart in this season has been very difficult and so we want to pray for you number one for your peace with all of your family that's in here. And isn't it great, like, listen, with all these little kids in here, these little kids have been so great. Aren't they wonderful? Like, you little kids, all these little kids in here, we're going to give them a hand. They're just wonderful kids, right? They're so precious. It's nice to see all of them in here. And aren't you grateful, though, for all the people in our church who serve every week to minister to your children? Doesn't this make you like, you know what, I'm very grateful for this. Those guys are awesome, too. I'm giving them high fives next time I check in my kiddos. But... As we pray for your whole family while you're in here, I want to pray for your peace. I really do. So could, as I pray for your peace, I'm going to do that. And then the second thing is this. If you have contemplated and prayed over and thought, and just, I don't know if I have ever said yes to Jesus, but I'm ready. I'm going to lead you in a prayer for that as well at the end, okay? So first I'm going to pray for anxiety and for stress. And next I'm going to pray for salvation. So if you're here and you're a believer, there is peace available. Okay, y'all look at me just for one minute. There is peace available. I know stuff gets tough. We have had a very, Helena, we have had, we haven't shared, but we have had a very trying season. 
But in the midst of that, I remember when our house flooded the first time, maybe, there was a picture. We got everything out, everything, and stuff was covered in water. We got everything out. But the only picture left on the walls in our laundry room, and it says, the Lord is faithful. He's faithful to those he's promised, and he's promised you peace. So can we just go before the God right now? I don't care how much stress you're under. You're not the only one. You're not. That person sitting next to you probably has more pressure on them than you realize. You don't have to bear your burden alone. So can we go before the Lord right now with all of our kids, with all of our families, and just ask God for peace? Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now in this local body. For those that are watching online right now on broadcast as well. And Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we ask you and we declare and we receive your peace in this season. Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you to come down from heaven and visit this local body of believers with a spirit of peace and comfort that goes beyond just the songs that we sing and the greeting cards that we receive. God, in Jesus' name, may it be real in our homes. May they walk home today and walk into their home and sense the peace of the Holy Spirit. I pray in the name of Jesus for every dad, for every mom, for every kid in this room. In Jesus' name, the spirit of peace be upon their homes. And I just declare it in the name of Jesus. And no matter whatever has come against them, no matter stress, no matter the anxiety, no matter the, the depression, maybe it's the, the, the pressure that's around them. In Jesus' name, we just rebuke all of those things and we just command them to stop having control of our lives, and we let your peace rule in our hearts like the umpire. You call the you call the flag on the plate. No stress, no anxiety. Those that have cares, you said to cast all of our cares over on you, Lord. So we do it right now in Jesus' name. We cast all of our care over on you. Every fear right now in Jesus' name, we cast it on you, Lord. It's yours, it's not our fear. Every Every anxiety in this room right now in Jesus' name, we just cast it over on you, Lord. Every fear, every unforgiveness, every doubt, every regret right now. In Jesus' name, we just cast it over on you, Lord. I just feel in my heart there are some of you in here, or maybe you're watching on broadcast, there is a regret right now you wish you would have. And I'm just telling you right now, that is the devil. The evil one that comes to torment us in the nighttime in our minds that says, you should have. I'm going to tell you something right now. There's a lot of things we should have. But in Jesus' name, I'm asking you to give that to God right now. Release that regret. Who cares? Who cares what anyone thinks? Give it to the Lord right now and say, Lord, I just received a day, a new day in Jesus' name. One without regrets, but one with anticipation of the future. God, what are you going to do next in my life? And I thank you for the leadership of the Holy Spirit. God, we just received that today in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray if there's someone here or watching on broadcast right now, they do not know you, and they have never accepted you right now. God, we're going to pray for them. And Lord, this whole church is going to pray together. We do this every Sunday. So if you're here and you don't know Jesus, you're watching on broadcast, you don't know Christ, we're going to lead you in a prayer right now. The scriptures say, if a man believes in his heart, if a woman believes in her heart, in the Lord Jesus, and shall confess with their mouth that he is Lord, you shall be saved. That is a promise from God. He's not looking at your resume. He's looking at what his son did. And so this morning, if that's you and you're here, may we lead you in this prayer. Just repeat this after me. And this whole church is going to pray with you right now. Say, dear Jesus, we come to you today.
And we ask you to forgive us, to release us from sin. And we receive today Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Church, would you give them a hand right now? If you pray that prayer, we're so proud of you right now. So very proud of you. Look on the screens in front of you, or if you're watching online, the screen will say connect.cornerstonerome.com. In the seat back in front of you, there's a little connect card there. You can pick that up and fill it out. If you want to drop that in the offering box, it just says, I pray to receive Christ. I need help with this. Help me with that, whatever. We're here to help you, but you got to let us know. Sometimes we don't know stuff unless you tell us. We, I pray, but God don't always show me everything, okay? If you need something, you got to tell us so we can pray for you. We'll help you get started walking with Christ. You're on Belong Broadcast Online. You can see it as well. It's right there, connect.cornerstonerome.com. You can fill that out for us. Let us know. We'll help you get started walking with God. You can stay. You can take a screenshot with your phone as well now and just do it through the, through the scan app. But um, before you go today, we want to speak this blessing over your life um, out of numbers. Uh, one other thing I want to share with you before we go, if you're looking for something fun to do, you know, we don't just minister up here. This is not, this is Sunday gatherings. What you see here, I've been trying to say this, this is not the church. That's not where you're sitting. This is not the church. That carpet isn't the church. And these four, this is not the church. This is a facility that we gather in, but we are the ecclesia. You are the church. You understand? You are the church. Not this. If this was gone, you'd still be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, right? So we have a team that so many times you see up here, everyone worships, practice. And I had to fill in this morning uh, from my father-in-law. He's doing much better now, so I can't wait for him to be back next week. But I'll tell you what, it, it takes a lot. I mean, I'm at home playing, I played so many, I played so much, my fingers have went numb. Like, I'm trying to learn those songs, man. And, uh, but I tell you what, playing his guitar is nice. It's like playing, but, it's like butter, baby. I mean, it's just smooth. You know what I'm saying? But it's nice. But they, they do a lot of stuff up here. But what you don't know is they, many of them go out and do other things. And so this week, if you're looking for something to do, at the, in front of the format, you know where the fountains are? Have you guys heard of the Christmas on Broad? Okay, well, that's happening, what, Wednesday the 21st from 5.30 to 8.30. If you want to go out there, there's all kind of crazy stuff, barbecue, cooking, decorating, axe throwing, pictures with Santa Claus, Christmas story, nativity, all that. But many of the guys on our team, they're going to be out there doing music and leading, like, in a way, they're going to be singing Christmas and worship songs in our community. And so they not only do this, they go out and do stuff like that. So if you want to go out and see and have a good time and then watch people, pray for people, if you're a praying person, like you intercede, go out there and just intercede on Christmas abroad. Maybe during that time of worship, somebody will turn to Christ. So, man, go out there and see that. Man, I just want to encourage you with that before you go today. Hey, would you stand with me this morning? All the kiddos, stand up. Hey, man, all the kiddos, where are you at? Let me hear you say hello. Come on, one more time, real loud. All the kiddos say hello. Isn't that cool? So now, I'm going to see something, kiddos, really quick. I want to see how loud you can get on the count of three. I want to hear all the kids in the house. I want you, you've been holding it in like so good. You've been doing your very best just to be so cool and calm. Your parents are so stressed right now. But I'm just telling you, you've been so awesome. But on the count of three, I want to hear all the kids in here. I want you to be as loud as you can. Are you ready? All the kids in the room, are you ready? That's so quiet. I want you to be loud. All the kids in the room, are you ready? On the count of three, as loud as you can be. One, two, three. Ah! Oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah, you just had to let that out, didn't you? Woo! It feels so good, doesn't it? Isn't it cool, though, when Jesus had kids all around him, he said, that right there is what heaven's like. 
If those kids didn't sing out and talk during, if they weren't like that, he said, man, the very rocks. In our case, those chairs would start praising God if we didn't. So, man, thank God for every one of those little rascals that are in here. We love them. Thank you for bringing them, and thanks for being here today. As we go, let me speak this over you out of Numbers chapter 6 and verse 24. This is our blessing and our prayer for you. So we just turn attention to the screen. It'll be up here for you. Maybe you speak this out of your family as we pray it over you, okay? May the Lord bless you and may he keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. May he give you his peace this season in Jesus' name. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful Merry Christmas. We'll see you January 1st. We hope you were blessed by today's message. If so, feel free to pay it forward and share this podcast with someone else. Thanks for listening.